Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. You know who I am already. Brett McGrath, I'm your host. Beautiful day here in sunny Indianapolis. I just got done eating some tacos. Shout out tacos. I know Kyle from the Wax Museum podcast enjoys Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell too. If you're listening from Taco Bell, go sponsor Kyle's podcast. This was not Taco Bell, but it was very solid. So my stomach is full. I had college football going on. I'm excited because I get to enjoy college football this weekend. Very excited. My Notre Dame Fighting Irish square off against the mighty T-Town Toledo Rockets, where my wife got her master's, house divided, question mark. I'm really excited for this episode. I'm excited to talk a little bit about what's going on with cards in my life and what I'm thinking about. I'm going to start off by shouting out my unofficial sponsor, All Elite Wrestling. Yes, unofficial. I just like AEW a lot, so that's my dream sponsor. And why don't we share some perspective on sponsors? I shouted out my man Jeremy Lee for the collectible sponsor last week, and this is what I'm going to say. I know there's a little talk, a little spinning up, a little conversation, some takes. This is what I got to say. If someone who's spending time providing value, creating content for the hobby, wants to take on sponsors because that sponsor aligns with their brand, then I'm all for it. I have nothing. I don't look at any situations where people are making money by creating content, especially if these people are providing and creating value on a regular basis. And no, no antennas go up for me. We as individuals running businesses, running passion projects, have the option and opportunity to generate income and push brands that we believe in. So if you're out there and you create kick-ass content and you're bringing on sponsors, keep doing it. You deserve it. You're spending time creating and providing value. We all have opinions on who's creating and providing value. If you trust someone and they built that trust through their free content, and you're learning, you're getting educated or entertained, you shouldn't think twice about them taking on a sponsor. That's my take on it. I think this is a open forum. We all are CEOs of whatever we do. And surely if you're a content creator, you're the CEO of that content. So by all means, if you believe in your sponsor and they're willing to pay you a little bit to support your podcast, I'm all for it. Let's go. I just got done working a garage sale garage sale in the neighborhood. My wife was all jacked up about it. Baby coming soon. Got to get rid of some stuff in the house. And it was fun. I think that opportunity, people coming in, negotiating, talking deals. Um, it was just a fun experience. And I, I just really, really enjoyed it. And, and as we were preparing for the garage sale, for me, I look at my collections and I've talked about being a collector of collections. It's ridiculous. Got so much stuff. Space is running out. And so for me, Kevin, TB12.sportscards talked about 
selling memorabilia, selling action figures, selling stuff to help fund his Tom Brady collection. Well, I've got an absurd wrestling figure collection. I'm talking about absurd. Now, when I got back into cards, most of my attention and energy has been on cards, and I haven't stopped that, and I love that. But now with not a lot of space, I've got all these figures. Um, and for me, it, was, it became a moment where I was like, you know what? What am I going to do here? I could get a little uh, – I could use a little cash for, for, the, for the PC. What do I do here? So I went through the process of going through everything, making decisions, deciding, and then going to communities and saying, hey, I'm trying to sell a collection of figures here. I'm in Indianapolis. This is what I'm doing. Luckily, had, had someone from Indy uh, who is in the, the, the toy biz uh, reach out to me and been negotiating and working all day, and it looks like by the time this episode drops, we'll have a deal. But that's great, and I'm going to take that money, and what am I going to do? I'm going to put it directly back into the hobby. So I wanted to tell that story because I think anyone listening to the show, odds are that you're a collector. And you probably have collected things outside of sports cards. If they're sitting collecting dust somewhere or you don't care about them as much as sports cards, consider selling them and gain some cash flow so that you then can go maybe buy that card that you want but seems a little expensive. My card feelings right now is I need to manage getting itchy. I'm getting itchy because there's so much I want, so much I want to pursue. And I'm looking at my wrestling figure collection. I'm like, damn, like, I just went nuts. Like there was no limits. Like we're talking hundreds and hundreds of figures, no lanes, just it, something new came out, something I want. I would just go buy it. So I need, I'm having to manage that mentality with cards. And I've already told you, I've got this, these lanes for my guys that I want to buy and guys that I want to collect. And those lanes are super helpful. And we all have lanes that we use and we, we, we block out the distractions as they come distractions that come via, you know, eBay alerts, distractions on Instagram, distractions from content. Um, And for me, I'm pretty good at blocking out those distractions. Now, what I'm not good at is when a bunch of cards, when cards pop up that hit a bunch of qualifiers, um, you know, serial numbered, um, in a grade I like, the price is right. I'm not good at saying no. So that's something for me, managing those expectations with myself and having the ability to sell other collectibles to help fund some of those things that are popping up. I think that's good operating, so I wanted to share that off the top. I also wanted to say, and I just mentioned him, Kevin Mahoney, thank you so much. TB12.sportscards, great episode on Brady. Um, did you see this guy play football on Thursday night? I can't. I can't even. First year I had ever in my life taken Tom Brady on my fantasy team, and I'll say I'm excited so far about that decision. This guy is a machine. He is not a human being. He is the most cool, calm, and collected professional athlete I think I've ever seen. Uh, I think there's a robot inside there because, goodness, Brady's Brady, right? But then you look at Antonio Brown and look at Gronk, and the it's like they turn back the clock five years. Look out, Buccaneers. Uh-oh, that team is nasty. Yeah, the, the defense looks like it could use a little work. That offense, that's scary stuff. Speaking of the NFL, I'm recording this right now. Gosh, I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. Week one's around the corner. You know how big of a Colts fan I am. We've got a tall task, but I'm not going to let it get me down if we can't prevail. It's a long season, but I'm just fired up to be back at the stadium, to be back at Lucas Oil, to see the Colts, new quarterback, 
Carson Wentz starting versus one of the best quarterbacks in the game, Russell Wilson. I can't wait for this. I know you're all out there getting fired up about you with your teams, and I know about half of us will win, the other half will lose. But remember, it's always a long season. I know I've been totally in your face with football, football cars, football collector collectors on the show. It's what I love. But you know what? I also love basketball, so I don't want to lose sight of that. I've got my man, Justin, 610 Sports Cards on the pod, bringing him on the show this week to talk about just his operating. Uh, his, he's been in the hobby a long time. I've seen him on other shows. I met him for a brief second at the National. I was looking up at him, certainly. The guy is a giant, um, but he's a wrestling fan too, so maybe we'll talk a little wrestling. But I'm excited to bring him on the show. Great collector. Get him on. Get his perspective. I'll also shout out my man, Zan Morning and Tony Vela, Worlds Collide podcast. Great show. Great resource if you want to get educated on wrestling cards. I recorded with them last week and my man Chuckster from Twitter, a guy I had been following, but we just met because we were on the same pod. It just had an awesome conversation. It was a roundtable about wrestling cards, what was happening. I think that's going to go live the same day this drops, I think, what Zan is saying. So keep an eye out. Go subscribe to the Worlds Collide podcast if you're looking to get educated on wrestling cards. And I have not had the chance yet to talk about All Out AEW in Chicago. When I recorded last week, the Wednesday episode, it was the morning of All Out. And all I have to say is that was the best goddamn wrestling show I've ever been to in my entire life. Holy shit. I felt like a kid again. I was going nuts. Shout out to that roster for executing. Shout out to Tony Khan for being a booker for me. You're creating compelling stories and you're bringing in people and you're making me invested in care. And the feeling I had in Chicago, in the building that night was just absolute electricity. You get just a banger of a card. Everyone delivering. Lucha Brothers. Young Bucks cage match, one of the best matches I've ever seen live. Still thinking about it today. So much good stuff on that card. And then you bring out Adam Cole at the end, and then you bring out Brian Danielson at the end. The place is going freaking nuts. Everybody, AEW, if you want to get back into wrestling, if you're interested in wrestling, Wednesdays Wednesdays on TNT, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Eastern Standard Time. Rampage, TNT, 10 o'clock. PM Eastern Standard Time on Friday nights. It's the happiest time of my life watching this shit. It's amazing. That's why All Elite Wrestling is my unofficial sponsor. And I'll work pro bono promoting their stuff all day long because it makes me feel like a freaking kid again. One thing I did want to mention, and I haven't talked about it, even though I've had thoughts circulating in my head, because we don't talk about this stuff here because. This is a sports card podcast. However, I'm crossing the line here and giving you a one little perspective because my good buddies brought it up on their show this week. Shout out, Chris. Shout out, Josh. The crossover. I actually stayed up and got a chance to spend majority of my Friday evening in the crossover. What a great show. It's such a hobby event. If you're not watching the crossover, IG, it's just midnights. It's, it's phenomenal. I love it. It's a great show, great chat, great community. They brought up NFTs. I said it, NFTs. You ever heard of these things? Yes, I know you have because a lot of people are talking about them. Here's my take on it. I'm in technology. 
I try to be as adaptable as possible. I try to be forward thinking. And I'm not here to slam NFTs. If you want to collect NFTs, well, collect is a loose word. If you want to own NFTs, be my guest. We all have the decisions and we all can make those decisions. However, number one, if you're into NFTs and you have a sports card page and you're talking about NFTs to sports card people, I'm going to speak on behalf of the hobby. Okay, maybe not on behalf of the hobby. I'll, I'll speak on behalf of me and maybe some other individuals in the hobby. I, do, I don't want to hear about it. I don't. No one wants to hear anyone push the agenda of another collectible in fucking sports cards. This is sports cards. It's the hobby. We want to talk about sports cards. We don't want to talk about VHS tapes. We don't want to talk about fucking game tickets. We don't want to talk about digital collectibles. We want to talk about cardboard, man. That's what we want to do. That's why we're here. Go find your community and talk about your digital art and shit with those people. Why are you trying to convert us? We don't care. We don't care, damn it. And here's my thing. Would they be anything if it wasn't for social media? Okay, take social media out of the equation and these things called NFTs just pop up. What would happen? Would they be anything? And that's the question I leave everyone with because like anything, we live in a world of hype and again, I'll say, I know people are going to make money off these things. I know it. But here you go on the Stacking Slabs podcast and call me a charity case. I don't care. But it's about passion over profit. It's about collecting. It's about telling stories, bringing communities together to learn from about sports cards, not about fucking NFTs. So if you want to collect NFTs, be my guest, but please get it out of my feed. So I got a couple catchphrases, right? Turn left when the market is going right. Passion over profit. Get your catchphrases, man. Get ready. Use those catchphrases. Just like pro wrestling, cutting promos. I love it. My advice here to maximize happiness in the hobby. This is what I want to talk about a little bit. Through the week, I saw a culmination of posts from individuals who have get discouraged. We all go through it. I, I like to call it hobby fatigue. You pile on stumbling across an incoherent YouTube video uh, influencer quotes or a hashtag invest post and you reach your limit. That happens to me. I get questions all the time like, hey, Brett, why aren't why isn't stacking slabs on YouTube? Why don't you publish on YouTube? That's all I watch. I just watch YouTube. I don't do podcasts. Um, this is a not a knock for anyone who creates and publishes on YouTube. Most people do. But have you seen what's happening on YouTube? I just can't get into YouTube. There's too much negativity. The comment section's crazy. And the quality of content at a macro, in my opinion, is not great and is not for me. A majority of the content is self-righteous, manipulative, and just not good. And I say and also mention that there are channels out there that rule. Okay, I'll get on YouTube once a week and I'll check out what my favorite channels are doing. Channels like Jake's 90s Basketball Cards. Channels like Jeremy's Sports Card Live, which I like Jeremy's because it's also a podcast, so I get a chance to listen to it on my medium of preference. Uh, Ryan, Card Collector 2, always creating great content. Those are some, there's even more, I can't name them all, but those are top channels for me. Creating content and sharing content in the hobby is a hobby for me. It's a hobby inside the hobby. I'm not saying I'll never do YouTube, but I don't have the desire to do it right now. 
little bit of real talk before I hang up on this topic. The hobby is massive and there's so many segments. It is our job as content producers to fulfill the needs of those segments. There are different flavors of the hobby and it's a good thing for this industry. Content creators who prey on younger demos or inexperience are the problem. They're the problem. Different segments, the segment that I'm trying to reach and talk to are the passionate collector, okay? There are people who do breaks. There are people who do investing. That's fine. We need that stuff in the hobby. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm doing. I'm very focused, focused on operating around collecting. What I don't like is when I I see kids or see people who are just getting back in the hobby fall into these traps. It's brutal. And, And you look on the other end and you see, okay, there's a product, there's some sales pitch, not what we need in this hobby. There's some big platforms out there that time is ticking, man. I, I've had it. I, I've had enough. And you all know who those platforms are. But you know what's encouraging? And I was saying this uh, earlier this week is that this craze of hashtag invest, hashtag listen to my top five cards, listen to what I'm telling you to buy. It's dying. It's dying a slow death. There's less of it and it feels really good. And if, if you, you continue to see it in your feeds, you know what you have the power to do? You have the power to unfollow, block, and mute. Those are great things to do if something's pissing you off. Don't let it ruin your day. This is an escape, man. Let's go. I started the show because there, there were other people coming back into the hobby just like me at the same time. I wanted to share my experience, and the show has evolved. The show was created during the height of the hashtag invest era, and I realized quickly that picks and speculation thing wasn't for me. And I knew it wasn't for you. I got to have feedback. We're independent thinkers. We're passionate collectors. You, you have options if you're listening to the show. And I think the reason you keep listening is because this show is a little bit different. And let me tell you, I appreciate each and every one of you. Hype beasts or influencers, quotes, are thin, thinly veiled self-promoters. And they're not for me. They'll never be for me. Just because you manipulate a bunch of people to think your content is valuable does not mean it's valuable. Real talk, everybody. I'm a content guy. It's what I do for a living. I create content. I'm building a company in the content marketing space. Creating content is how I pay my bills. Building a company around content is how I pay my bill. This is a passion project, yo. I take pride in what I do because it means something to me and damn it, I hope it means something to you. This is how I stay happy in the hobby. Number one, I make it about the cards and community. DeCaptain, Costa Cards, Joey E-Trader, Kevin, TB12 Sports Cards, Brady collectors who all told stories of why they collected Brady and what they liked and what was different. You don't think I learned something from those conversations? I know you all learned something from those That was education to me, and education is so damn valuable. Go to their pages and see their badass cards. It's about the fucking cards. Community, it's about giving back, and without it, we're nothing. It's not about you, it's about the community. My number one priority when creating content is to provide value to you, okay? I come from a place of abundance. The show has given me more cool opportunities and has been a vehicle to meet some of the best people, not only in the hobby, but in the world, in my opinion, in many people that when I talk to my wife about these individuals, I call my friends. That's some powerful shit. Number two, block out the noise. You're the CEO of your page 
and have the tools to make it happen. Manage your page like it's your business. Block, hide, unfollow. It's okay. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. Do it for you. Number three, give back. It will come back around to you. Do it for the community. I get so many cool messages, so much mail, and just awesome stuff from friends. It's endless, and I love it. I love that so much about this hobby is that people are deeply invested in building, growing, and doing whatever we can to keep this hobby going, help it be self-regulated, and help teach our younger generations of how, how much happiness cards make us feel. I love it. Number four, play the long game. Play the long game with collecting and the relationships that you develop. The trend is the transaction. This, hey, I'm going to flip this, buy this, flip this a week later, I'm going to make X and it's going to be great. You're going to get exhausted of it. Eventually, eventually the luck runs out and you start losing. You're playing the long game with your collecting. You're doing it because of passion. You've got a purpose and a reason to be here every day. If you play the long game with the relationships you develop, you develop, you gather information and insights from individuals on cards, on new ideas, on things to think about, and on opportunities. I really, really enjoy everybody I interact with in the hobby. I really value the relationships, the people that during the, pan- the height of the pandemic, when I jumped back in, started building relationships in Instagram chat, and then met these people in real life, continue to talk with them every week. And we talk about cards because cards is our escape. We're not talking about other alternative investments. We're not talking about different things that aren't about the community. We're talking about cards. And that makes me a better collector. Number five, and I've said this a couple times already in the show, but treat it as an escape. We are all busy, and damn it, you've earned this. You've earned the opportunity to spend an hour on your phone, on Instagram, an hour on eBay, digging and searching through things, spending some time on Saturday going to a card show, spending some time talking with your buddies about sports cards, spending some time taking your kids to the uh, LCS and watching the the look on their face when they you know get a pack of cards and pull it and then get a hit like that's what this is all about that's what why this hobby continues to grow and we cannot lose sight of it we cannot lose sight of it not everyone's going to do the hobby like you and I never want to say want anyone to think that I, that's what I'm advocating for what I'm advocating for is to operate with a certain level of passion a certain level of hey I'm here. And I know I'm trying to get cool kick-ass cards, but I also know it's really, really important to give back. Find those opportunities to give back. The more you do that and treat this damn thing like an escape, the more fun you'll have. I've, I've got my hook. I'm hooked in. I'm hooked in. I don't ever see myself leaving. I love it so much. I'm selling an entire collection of wrestling figures that I spent years building because I love sports cards more. And I love the community and I love the people. That's what I got on my mind this week. I hope you all are having an awesome start to your week. And thank you so much for listening to me talk about what's on my mind. I do appreciate this. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit the subscribe button. Most importantly, tell a friend about Stacking Slaps. Tell them you're enjoying this. Tell them that 
what I'm saying on a regular basis means something to you. I do appreciate that. We're a strong community out there. There's a lot of distractions. There's bad actors. There's things that are going to go on. It's never going to stop. But if we can stay focused on the things that matter to us and the things that matter to the community, this thing is only going to go stronger. And we as individuals have the opportunity to contribute to that. I'm fired up. Friday, Justin, 610 Sports Cards. The hobby is an amazing place. I love it. I appreciate you all treating it with respect and treating it as an escape and having the time of your damn life. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. I'll be back on Friday with my man, Justin. Peace out.